Hey guys, it's me, Jen. And I'm Liam, and welcome to Unlimited Time Magic. Where the magic is you. Enjoy the episode, and we'll see you on Main Street. Bye! Hi everybody, it's Liam, literally editing. I wanted to add a trigger warning to this episode as we talk about some serious matters at hand, important uh, topics. Topics including sexual abuse, uh, drug addictions, um, addictions in general, and I just wanted to be open and honest with y'all that that is what this episode kind of leans into a little bit more towards the middle. Um, but it's a really special episode. I'm so glad we're sharing it. And please enjoy episode 21. I feel like the ghost of Christmas past. You know, you know where the ghost of Christmas past is well represented. Oh my God, leave it, sister. Oh, spirited isn't even Disney. She just keeps going. Yes, she but it will be soon. Stop. As soon as as Apple buys Disney. I and I I don't know why y'all, but I read an article of like some Desantis crap that he's saying because Iyer now is in charge and it's a whole kit and caboodle, but. Y'all, it's crazy in these. It's Christmas. Come on, Ron. Calm it down. Is. I have my matcha latte. I'm cleaning my house. Oh, you know what? I don't have anything to drink. That's a travesty. Well, I'll just have to make you'll it through. To, uh, you'll have to bite your tongue to actually gain moisture for your vocal. Yes, exactly. I I would do that for this podcast. I I would you I would bite bleed. through your tongue. Yes, I, I would gnaw off my own arm for unlimited time magic. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, sister? Welcome to episode 21. Thanks, uh, I'm really glad to be here. Oh, wait, no. Wasn't that you? <laughs> just um, to say that to them. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Um, I am very excited about this episode because um, I feel like both of us are, are being hit in the face with Christmas in good and bad ways. Because, Jen, you're doing full Vlogmas over in your house, well, which yeah. Is P and let's be honest, traditionally Vlogmas is every day for December, yes. 25 days. And Jen said, I'll give you four. I'll yes. give you four weeks. Yeah, okay. First of all, let's be clear. Vlogmas, there is no traditional Vlogmas. Is this a capitalism like, trap. This isn't like something that was started in the 1800s and practiced by Victorians. While they go sledding. You know, let's go on Vlogmas. Vlogmas is not even, Vlogmas is something that was started i believe by a british vlogger for uh people to earn more ad revenue in the month of december when advertisers pay a lot of money so the idea of vlogmas really should just be whatever you want it to be your holiday vlog isn't that whatever. christmas holiday vlogs i literally had no idea what to do with this <laughs> for this episode however our amazing patrons always come in clutch and yes. our incredible patron, Julie, kind of added this comment to a post. It was actually a little while ago. It was about a week and a half ago. But I love it. And it says, I had an idea for season three. Thanks, Julie. She goes, can you both talk about special magical moments in the parks that you've either witnessed, happened to you, or maybe even facilitated? And how has it impacted you? Some of my best moments, uh, memories in the parks are watching other people, uh, to, uh, are watching the other people have something nice happen to them. Cast members are the best, and they are, they are what make Disney truly special. Oh, that's Isn't that so nice! Great. It's Christmas season, that. but magical moments happen every day. They do. It's true. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you have any straight off the bat that you can think of? Oh wait! Oh wait! wait. I just thought of one. Yeah. I just thought of a really, really good one. Okay, Food so board, sister. Um, when my kids were young, 
they really looked forward to our annual Disney trips. It was either either Disney World or Disneyland. It, um, some years we would have to skip, like one memorable year when our air conditioner broke and all of the Disney money went to fix the air conditioning because we lived in Texas and you know we didn't want to die and stuff. So um, you do what you got to do. And uh, finally did our trip to Disney World. The twins were so excited. Jack was excited. Everybody felt so great about it. It was a fantastic trip. And it was our final moments on Main Street. And uh, Matt, one of the twins, was getting particularly emotional. I think he was maybe seven. So, you know, old enough that he understood what was, what, what he was understood happening. all of the magic and it's like just like the perfect Disney age, right? That because age. you're in it, but you're independent enough that it's great for the parents. You know, there's no diaper bags, there's no strollers, there's none right. of that nonsense. They they're tall enough to ride everything. It's just this perfect Disney age. And it had been a particularly great trip. And he was really starting to lose his mind. And we walked down kind of in front, we're on the left-hand side of the street, walking down to leave the park. And the Dapper Dans literally popped out seemingly out of nowhere. This was back before they would do stationary and Mike. Remember when they would just stroll? Yeah. Um, and surrounded my child. Like, I, it, it was, somehow they must have seen the whole thing happen. Like, see him start to cry see me trying to comfort him about us. Right. Like I'm getting emotional, even, even thinking about it, surrounded my child and proceeded to do like a three song set just to him. And I actually ha I'll have to see if I can find, I have a picture of it somewhere. Um, and it just like, he went from crying because he was so sad to like crying because he was just so in awe that they were doing that. And they asked just his name him. and they asked, you know, what he was doing today. And it, it was just one of those, things that was a completely redeemed moment for us that went from like, I, I'm not going to be able to calm this kid down to him just beaming as we were leaving the park. And he was still sad, but it right. just like changed the whole tone. It was just like the, the cherry on top of what had been an incredible family week. And yeah, it was just really amazing. I miss that. I miss that the Dapper Dan's can't have that kind of autonomy anymore like they used to have because I feel like they used to be present at a lot of people's moments on Main Street, you yeah. know, like engagements and things like that. And they would just somehow know what was going on and magically right. show up where they were needed, like like little singing superheroes. No, uh, same thing with Voices of Liberty back in the day because they weren't, so I think it was maybe in the early 90s, maybe so I know a few of our listeners are actually equity members but at some point disney all disney acts or entertainment needed to be unionized and so actors equity took them so actors you know pro the professional actors union essentially uh, same thing with stage management roles but back in the day probably before dapper dan's was equity before voices of liberty were equity um and some much needed uh boundaries needed to be in place however there are some like special magical moments that they just can't do anymore Right. Um, just due to contract limita uh, limitations. However, I agree with you that there, that's where a lot of the, I don't know, that's where a lot of the pixie dust came from is just like, where did they just come from? And did they come from the ground? Like what is going well, on? Well, but you were the one that told me that's why those things can still happen at Disneyland because they are the, the most of union. the performers are not um, equity in Disneyland. Yeah, I don't know the particular... Um, the particular uh, union, but it's like theme park singers. It's like very, very specific. 
Um, but then there was also general entertainment. So anytime you meet a character when you wait in a line, that's actually non-union. So there's a lot of fluctuation. And if you're ever interested in the rules, our patrons, I'll talk about it. Uh, they're very weirdly specific rules <laughs> that you're like, what? There's no difference between those performers. I'm like, actually there is, there's a giant. Oh difference. yeah. No, I understand because, you know, Scott's part of the union. So I understand oh, the, crazy, um, right? the weirdness and the, the things that get negotiated into contracts that were the most important thing ever. And then in reality, the people who work under the contracts are like, why was this? A, this is weird. Oh, like, sometimes you're is... like, and I mean, I bet any of our listeners could relate to that of like, whoever decided my job has yeah. never actually done my job. Done my job, yeah. All and you it's good. I mean, shadow for two days, and you would kind of get it, like. Yeah, like like unions are are fantastic, and don't get me wrong, we love our union. Pro union. We're protected by our union. Pro totally union. pro union. But sometimes the things that I I picture in a negotiating room, people, the hills people are willing to die on. Actors Equity, because they just did a contract renewal, like those meetings or whatever, where they go in for like 900 hours and they come out. Yeah. Anyway, it, ha it lasted 72 hours. That's crazy. It's no, it's, I, get, I get it though. I get it. Yeah. That's, the, well, that's the way it's it works. Life. My magical moment, mine's a little somber. It's a little sad. Oh but no. I, no, no, no. I think it's important. So it happened in the park but we reviewed it out of the park, if that makes sense. Anyways, my I come from a large family. I have four brothers, a mom and a dad, and we moved here from Wales when I was about four or five. Um, I'm the youngest, um, and it goes Scott, Jack, Oliver, Charlie, then me. Um, Liam. And, Li my, and little yeah, baby little Liam. And my favorite, every photo that the boys are in, you'll always see me like this. <laughs> like I'm just like blue eyed I, I'll post a photo on Patreon of like the one I always show and they're like how many brothers do you have and I always pull up this one photo I look like a little blueberry and but my dad was a YouTuber before YouTubers existed and he what? vlogged everything I did and, not know this uh -huh. and my mother was annoyed she was literally like is it still up on the YouTubery? Uh, oh, this particular video? No, 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 no. My dad, like, this is like, I'm talking like nine, like early 2000s before. Okay, so he, did, he didn't publish it on YouTube. No, he but I'm saying he blogged it. it. Got and, it. I hear you. Um, my favorite is so, like, for any of you who don't know, and I talk about it super openly, but my older brother passed away, I'm going to say about, whoa, Jesus. I'm going to say about six years ago, seven years mm -hmm. ago. And we, it's hard when parents dealing with grief, bringing up videos and old footage of all of us together, it's hard for them, obviously. But we got to all watch all five of us in Epcot. And that was when Epcot was like kind of jank, but kind of awesome. Right. And um, it, it's very, very cute because Scott keeps trying to get into the frame and my dad keeps moving him because I'm in the stroller like, Yes. <laughs> and they wanted to videotape me, obviously, because I was the youngest. I was the baby. But there's really good footage of, like, me at Fantastic with my dad sitting on his lap, like, being really scared of... We call the dragon a Fantasmic Vivian, but of Maleficent. We're scared of... I was really scared of Maleficent, obviously. And, and so there was just some really nice moments of, like, reflection for us of, like, oh, there was a time when, like, at least... Because we're always thinking, like, grass is always greener on the other side. And I'm always, I, I find myself over-romanticizing the past a lot. 
And there was always a time when it was like simpler or when it was, you know, nicer. But the reality is like people were still unhappy and still people were still wanting other things. You know what I'm saying? And it was perfect for that moment in time. Right. But, you know, especially as we dealt with grief later on in life. And I mean, uh, oh, I could cry. That's really, but it's really lovely because my mom post-divorce and my mom post-Scott's death was a completely different person. And the divorce wrecked her. Like it did her bad, very bad. And she leaned on me in and expected me to almost have adult responsibilities at a very young age, emotional Mm -hmm. ones, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now cutting back to us looking back on Scott or us looking back as a family member, she's grown so much later in life because Mm. I mean, she was with my dad since she was 17, 18. Yeah. And the divorce destroyed her. So it's like watching how proud I am of her as her son, you know, into this new phase in her life. And it's funny, like I'm pretty much the only, I thought about this the other day. I'm the only one still interested in Disney. Everyone else doesn't do it. Everyone knows and else. And I think I mentioned this once on the podcast, but I journaled about it a few weeks ago. The idea of reevaluating what you love and making sure it's what you want. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because I didn't want to rely on Disney anymore as a sense of comfort because it's something from the past. Do you know what I mean? Right. I didn't even associate that, but I was like, Disney was the safe place, is the only place where me and my dad were okay. You know what I mean? Right. Or like right. things were fine. And it was the one thing he used to connect with me because because everything else he was so busy. So it was like, Disney has played such a pivotal role in my life in the past and has literally seen my family in every single incarnation of us. Right. So to redefine what Disney is to me as an adult is not only really special, but it's like meaningful whenever I choose to have a family or you know what I mean? When I bring people into town, it connected us technically, Jen. So it's like, there are huge blessings in front of us. It's just kind of, um, again, not living in the past and trying to romanticize and be grateful for now. I think. Well, and you and I share this in that our families went through really difficult times when we were the babies of the family. And so our siblings were a little bit more cooked. So they had, and, and then we, we, we had to kind of be the handholders of the adults in the room through some very challenging times. So, right. you know, I think that's, that's the word bittersweet exists for a reason because that is the bittersweetness of it because you look back at what I'm assuming was your mom in a more innocent space and then not only did she lose her son and you're not to make this about your mom because she probably wouldn't appreciate that but (laughs) but then you know to lose her marriage and and stability and all the things that she thought were true and yet what I'm also hearing you say is the person that she is now you would not trade that person for who she is now in a million years so that's the bittersweetness of it it's like do you wish I think this is a good kind of rabbit trail to go down because whenever we go through trauma or struggle or any kind of difficult times in life you never want to say I I wish yes I wish it hadn't happened of course of course you wish your brother were still here of course you wish that your parents marriage could be healthy but then there's also this sense that when all everybody has grown and done their work and gotten to the other side, that you can see where the lessons were and the growth came from those horrific experiences. Right. So it's like both things are true at the same time. Yes, you hate that those things happened yet, because that's how I feel about my assault, right? Like 
do I wish it hadn't happened? Well, hell yes, I wish it hadn't happened. But the journey that I've gone on as a person would not have happened without that. So there's Mm -hmm. also those, it's, it's difficult to even talk about because anyway, I don't know where I was going with that in terms of like Disney and special memories, but I do think that's the bittersweet part of it for you. I always tell people this, that it's like my mom, I mean, God bless her. She always goes down the, it's what I did to you. It's what we did to you. And it's da, 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 da. And I do suffer a lot of, I think naturally I was a pretty anxious kid. So there mm-hmm. was already a chemical imbalance right, <laughs> with some right. ADHD thrown in. However, trauma didn't really help. Um, not only depression and some severe panic and anxiety challenges, right. but the reality is I, and I associate this to my work in the theater. I would not be the storyteller that I am if it wasn't for what you went through. And I think right. that's applicable to anything. Right. And you are so much more w- worth all of your shit. Right. Because of the things you've gone through. Totally. Totally. And it takes your friends. It takes people. It takes your therapists. It takes your people in your life that you choose to go to Disney with to right. go, I know the shit we've been through. And that's what makes this moment right now so beautiful. Right? right? Like, that's why I love our show. That's why I want to keep doing our show is because right. of moments like this where we could talk, reflect, and think, okay, maybe that knife in my back wasn't, didn't hurt as bad as I thought it did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, reclaiming our own stories when you feel like all, all you are is, is the, re- or is the, uh, is the, is the, I don't know, receiver of crap. You know what right. I mean? When you feel like you have no initiative. I mean, as a trauma survivor, when it comes to abuse and assault, I bet you can definitely have something to say about that of like reclaiming your own anatomy. Like, right. Yes. That's yes. Ginormous. And it has well, so much and to do with memories. And I think for know. me, because it, in, so anyone who's listening to this, first of all, um, will probably put a trigger warning at the beginning yeah. of this episode, because <laughs> there are, And I love that my therapist said this to me early on, and this applies to you too. There are certain years, not all years in our lives have equal um, importance, okay? So there's a few formative years. Um, Your teenage years are extremely important. So if we were to to give, you know, different ages a, a number value, something that happens to you at six that's traumatic is actually gonna have a lot greater long-term impact than something that happens to you at 32. Right. It could be the exact same event, but because you're not fully formed at six and your ideas and the way you view the world and just percentage of life lived and the way you were supposed to have been protected and then you weren't or whatever. So for me to have that happen to me at 16, those years, that's why so many people have such trauma that came from things that happened in those high school years, you're in a very, very vulnerable phase of life. Right. So something like that happening to you at that age has exponentially, and I'm not to say that it's it's not okay if it happens to you at 32 either, but there are certain years that are particularly damaging if those things happen. So, And they're like secret, almost like secret weapons, you know? Yeah. Like I literally, Jen, would go to my therapist, you know, at the kind of peak of panic and anxiety yeah. and literally be like, so something is wrong with me. Something has crashed. Something has shifted because right. now I am having panic, panic episodes that are almost making me want to stay inside. Like right. I don't want to go outside. I don't want to be hurt anymore, right? 
And she goes, and she literally breaks, and I and I just recall just one or two stories of uh, of maybe some unsafe environments. And again, almost like gaslighting myself. I was like, yeah, but it wasn't that bad. Like it was awful, but it wasn't that bad. And she was like leaving a pile of la- laundry just sitting in your closet and you just keep putting crap on top of it. Like soon right. enough, it's going to burst out of the closet. Like That's right. And so it took me being like, oh, I'm like not giving baby Liam enough credit right. for the shit he went through, right? Right, yes. And again, there are beautiful moments that happen at Disney, at Six Flags, at your local park. It doesn't matter. You know, we use Disney as a as a lens, as a filter through, yes, our own mental health challenges, our trauma, but also healthier habits in becoming, hopefully, the healthiest versions of ourselves. Right. That's what the show is, right? Right, so right. We love celebrating the beautiful, stupid stuff of Disney. But right. I think everybody who follows Jen and everybody who listens to this show knows that we don't really care who's leading the company. We do, right. but we don't. Right. So here's the thing. Um, and someone said this, I, I, and it might have even been one of our patrons, I don't remember, but they were saying how we, there's so much in life that we can't control. And on some level, we feel like the corporate changes at Disney are a safe space for us to freak out and show all of the anger and frustration that we are having about everything yeah. else in the world and channeling it into something very, um, really unimportant in the vast scheme of things. Right. And having that perspective of like, why are you this invested in this something that does not matter. No, <laughs> like it you, doesn't. And, and you you don't, most of the people that are the most upset, they don't work for the company. They don't, it is a place where they vacation and having it have its correct space in the universe. However, I understand it when you're feeling so out of control about everything else. I will say having been off Twitter, which as we know has now is like a ghost town. Like I went on there the other day because you know you can, even though my account is deactivated, I can still go on and and look for things. I it's it's bizarre. It is literally right. like everybody moved out, and even people that still have accounts aren't posting regularly. And it's because it's not the same. It isn't. It's not and the it, same. And but isn't that doesn't that go to show why we do things, right? Like why we actually go to these things. Why we talk to strangers hypothetically. It's the human experience of wanting community. Right. Which it, yeah. which can be a beautiful thing. And it served you a long time. You liked it. You enjoyed I loved it. it. It brought I me I loved comfort. my community there. I had friends there. I That's where my coworkers were. Right. Um, we chatted all throughout the day. Like it has been a, a, a loss for me. But right. it was always, uh, especially in terms of like the dis Twitter community, a really- Disney uh, Twitter I, for anyone. Uh, I have oh, to learn Lord that. Oh, Lord in heaven. Very unhealthy- In my view, anyone who, sorry if this offends anyone, but anyone who associated themselves with dis Twitter, I generally kind of gave them a lot of space, kind of like a drunk driver you see on the road. (laughs) I'm going to stay a few lanes behind you because you're probably fine. But if that, if you, so that culture, and I also think we've become, you know, pitchforks and, and, you know, the scene in Beauty and the Beast, screw your courage to the sticking place. Like we get that Alan way. Alan Menken didn't need to pop off, but he did. Yeah. On those he lyrics. Did. He did. We, we get that way about, you know, being a witch hunter really easily. You know what I need more of? What? I want a special episode on limited time magic meant just for me. I want a great community. I want 
voting privileges. And sometimes I want to be harassed by Liam Bunn. And all of that can be yours. You know what I want? What? For you never to do that voice again. And also to be in the shot. <laughs> so seriously, we would love it if you would join us on Patreon, but there's no pressure. I'm holding sunscreen because Liam just bought it for me. But yeah, there's no, no pr pressure. There's no pressure, but oh, you might get... So think of Patreon as your own sunblock. Without us, you could survive, but you'd be burned. We cannot do what we do without you. Dooby-doo. You can find our Patreon by searching in the search engine at patreon.com or in our link tree found in our Instagram. For as little as $5 a month, you get one bonus episode every single month, behind the scenes footage, helpful tricks and hints to your favorite parks, and one really great community. Links can be found in the link tree. Witch Hunter really easily. And that crowd, um, like Len Testa did an article randomly in the New York Times, which I, I've not met Len personally. We have some mutual friends. He's he's the brain behind touring plans and all of that. Oh, cool. But even the way that he was speaking about the parks was, oh God, how do I say this without just being wildly offensive? There's a particular, a particular nerdy fanboy that exists for the Disney parks, okay? That is kind of a, a a bro with like this kind of nerdy sensibility that is more like very into certain things that does not represent me at all. Right. So when people like Len, who's a great guy, but the way he was talking about the parks and everything, I was like, this is doesn't even, it feels like we're talking about two completely different so entities. So disconnected from my experience, which... You know, this last trip, I was down there a week. I think in total, in total, the entire week, I rode six things. Yeah, you're not a rider. You really aren't. I, and I love it when I'm when I can. I'm very happy to do it. I'm very happy to not do it. I and it's unimaginable, unimaginable to me that one experience, um, like back when people were setting their alarms for 4 a.m. to do Rise of Resistance and, and all of that. For people who that is very important to them, I'm not trying to yuck on anybody's yum, right? Like right, that's, right, right, that's right. great. You do whatever. But sometimes I think people like that assume that everyone who loves Disney is like that. And I think that's very inaccurate. That's just not, it. first of all, you can't say that about any group of people. You can't generalize like that. Right. And right. um we're just in a weird space right now because I, I see the things that people get upset about. And I think either, I think I've said this before on the podcast, you have no real problems or you have such severe real problems that you cannot deal with and cannot handle the conflict that you're channeling all of that conflict energy into who is CEO of Disney. And, right. and, as, and as a guest, as a park goer, it is unlikely to change anything about your experience. I'm sorry. Right. I, I, I think not the only announcement back. since Iger took over is that the guest reservation system is leaving at the new yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, but we thought that was going to happen six months ago and then it didn't. And everyone blamed Bob Chapek. I'm like, everybody it, calm it, down, even, brother. So this idea that somehow if guest reservations go away, that the parks will be less crowded or like your individual experience is gonna be pretty much the same and this idea that it didn't used to be crowded like it is now bull yes it was we're i've been alive and going Go, to Disney i remember parks for a long time and let me tell you 
there was a day, I think there was a whole decade right when MGM switched to studios that it was quieter. There wasn't a lot to do. And it was, right. it was kind of, a, it was like DAC. It, it's a little right. quiet. Right. Um, however, when they rebranded and brought in Star Wars and brought, you know, it, it, it picked up a lot. But let me tell you, back in the day, during the 90s, mid 90s, studios was popping. Studio, well, and you, studios was also the park to open, be open till 11 p.m. Like that was the night could, adult park. You could do all the right things. You can right, check right. all of the sites. Check, and, and I'll give you an example from my last trip. You can check all the sites. You can pick the perfect day to go to the perfect park during the perfect season. And you've secured your, everything is, you've done everything by the book. And then at the same time, Flight of Passage and Everest are both down at DAC. Yep. And your perfect day in the perfect park with everything aligned, you're writing nothing. Because everyone, think about how many people those two rides absorb. So mm -hmm. now everyone is going to go to the safari, which went very quickly to like a three hour wait to ride the safari. So all of a sudden, you're, if your mentality is such that I'm going to intellectualize myself into having the best Disney vacation ever. There's too many variables and it's just, you it's can have, and then conversely, you could go on a day that everybody says is a terrible day to go, right? Oh, it's going to be awful. It's the worst day ever. And somehow you get there and magically there's like no one anywhere. And, and I've had those days. I've vlogged those days because right. there was a random rainstorm or there was a random wreck on I-4. Everybody, nobody and could get left. to the park. You know, God forbid. But it's just, it's us trying. Okay, here's here's what I think the problem is with everything. It's Tell us it, trying. I'm, I'm ready. Everyone get out pen and paper. This is going to blow your mind. It is humans trying to control the uncontrollable. That and, is, and that's on OCD problems. Yeah, OCD tendencies. You know what? You want to know, listener, why I know that is because I do that. And sometimes yeah. you have to just give in. Just it, give in. It, it's not. It cannot be. Not, not everything can be quantified. And this really does tie into our topic for today, right? Right. Because if if someone had said to me. Oh, if your son is crying, if you're on Main Street at 305 on a random Tuesday in, you know, 2004, the Dapper Dans will come out and sing to him. Like that isn't in and and I no. hear the hypocrisy in even what I'm saying, right? Cuz I literally make Brought a it decent up, right. part of my living from this, from people going Sharing. to sites to find the best information, all of the things. But the Samantha a, Brown of theme parks. I I really am. I'm You're glad welcome. You said I brought that. that brand to you. I said, I see talent in you. <laughs> but there is a there is an X factor that you cannot account for. And if yes. you are so, excuse the expression, clenched that everything has to be Stop it. He just did a really creepy wink. If you're listening and not Agatha watching, <laughs> um, you, you're gonna miss it. Those right. magical moments happen in uh in what do we say in between the notes right the magical moments happen in between the notes and if you yep. don't allow the space it they you're, won't happen. you're not because and, and it's kind of like when you listen to uh um this is a throwback to star trek the next generation which liam i don't think you watched but Beep data boop, lightning okay lightning. data was a robot and he tried to learn opera and he sang oh. the opera exclusively Wizardly in terms of he hit every note right hit every right. note and everyone was like, uh, like 
Like you're something isn't you're hitting every note, but there's something missing. And what yeah. was missing was the humanity and the breath and the emotion that, right. that hitting every note. And and Liam has heard performances from singers that aren't as good as other singers that were far better performances. Oh my God. I mean, every day literally, I use the example of Maria Callas every day of my life. Like people are like the opera, because I'm like kind of going, dipping my feet into the classical music world, which is a whole, that's a whole other podcast, but. Um, it literally is La Boheme. <laughs> Yeah, but um, uh, a lot of people are like, oh, Maria Callas, she's too shrill, she's too this, she's too that. She's too... But Homegirl reincarnated the human experiences into her performances. Hence why so many people are like, I don't care if the high A doesn't sound as clean as it could be. She is doing what humans were supposed to do right now on stage. And that is, to me, is like a firework. That's like, how do you even recreate that? So what Jen is talking about is like, and I tell singers this all the time, I'm like, and it's something that I have to preach and do myself every single day of like, just accept where you are today. Like accept where you are today and live your experience because that's enough. Like I'm I'm literally learning that right now. Like that's just enough. It's Same not thing only with Disney, enough. Y'all. Well, it is not only enough, but I think all of us, if we're to be honest, would prefer an authentic experience to a perfect experience. A lot of my friends are incredible performers and some of them being the Voices of Liberty, they sent me a birthday memo because uh, they do a birthday song. Actually, wait, let me see if I can pull it up. Okay. Jamie. But, oh my yeah, gosh. Super cute. So that was another fun match. And that was when I was in New York too. So I was oh like, my gosh. Was that like, was Aw. amazing. That is cute. so, that's not, that's not fair though, because that is like a, that is like a behind the scenes magical Liam moment. Well, like on that's top of it not, too, it's, it's like, like a normal park um, guest moment. Some, I would, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I would maybe wear your birthday button and go see voices of liberty because you never know you never know just yesterday or like a week ago it was a christmas party shift uh a mom and a uh her son with special needs uh, was in a wheelchair and she calls me over and this was scrooge mcduck donald and then you do a little pathway and you meet minnie and daisy it's really cute and she mom calls me over and she goes hey I know this is kind of a lot but um my son just learned how to walk um can he show that and I was like brother you can do whatever you want take your time mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. care mm-hmm. and I told all of our friends that and like Minnie and Daisy took I'm gonna say about 10 minutes with him a lot and but it was like super super special and mom was like a mess like mom was crying and I literally was just like take your time like no, like do you think I do you think I care that other people are going to be mad <laughs> yeah I don't care they're going to wait no. in a line either way I yeah. said so it's like all good but 
Also keep that in mind too. When you're waiting in line for things, understand that something greater might be happening. <laughs> well, you know, that's why I, this is going to sound like it has nothing to do with what we're talking about because that would be so unlike me, but it's why I never mind when my doctor makes me wait for like 45 minutes. Sometimes you don't know what other people are going through. Exactly. Well, you know why? Because I have broken down in her office and had her spend as much time with me as I needed, like to just let yeah. me talk about whatever's going on with me medically. So you're not going to go to a doctor like that and then expect her to always be right on time. Yeah, my breakdowns on yeah, time. It, so it's not, it's, it's, so it, that's the very thing we're talking about, right? Is the nuance right. of the moment that you're in. And I think you, you do really, if you embrace fully, and this is where I think our technology and when it comes to Disney parks does not help us. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because it used to be before everything was happening on our phones, you would walk into that space and you were unreachable right? You couldn't be reached by work. That's a great way, yeah. be, there was no avenue for that. There was, I mean, there was nothing. And that honestly went on for decade after decade after decade. And right. now with cell phones and you walk around and I think that the whole, you can work from anywhere thing, we've taken a little bit too far. That doesn't yeah. mean you have to work from everywhere. I mean, I, I have heard more dads and moms on work calls when they're in the parks with their kids. On rides. And it's kind of like I have sent vehicles at Everest with dads on the phone being like, no. And if we could just get the meeting at 6 a.m. Yeah, it, oh it has become extremely untenable. And, Lord. It, you know, their kids will get over it. But that dad just missed out on it's going to be so she's going to be so sad later in life. Like he just there, is. there will come a day where there will be regret over that. And. I, I'm not, you know, do what you need to do with your life. But if I had one, I, I wish. honestly, I kind of wish that the parks were like cruise line where you can text people that are on the cruise with you, but you can't reach anybody else. But yeah, I, I think that it would be, it would be a nice gift for all of us to be able to walk into the parks and not, I'm, I'm really working on focusing on not letting interruptions uh, Liam's probably noticed this. I put do not disturb on my phone a lot more. I have a lot more rules set up because I can't really get anything done if I'm constantly being interrupted Checking on your phone or you're doing this, you're doing that. No, and it makes you sense. You can't accomplish anything. So if that's true for work, then I think it's also true experientially. If you're trying to experience something with people that you love, you can't really experience it if you're, here's an Instagram notification, a text notification, and then, and then, and this, I have all and this, my notifications off. So like yeah, nobody it's just, me. it's not, you're not fully living. Again, we, you know, you're living with half breaths and not full breaths. And, and that's not a way to really enjoy, for me, it's not right. a way to fully enjoy any right. experience. Well, um, I, for, for a long time, I was off social media completely for about four or five years. Yep. And because I was a generation that was brought up with, it was weird if you didn't have a Facebook at the age of 11 or 12. So it's right. like that we were the first generation to really have that expectation. And first off, if I ever have kids, my kids, I'm going on social media for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it did mess me up. It did. Because it felt like you needed to be a lot more than you actually, like you weren't enough just the way you were. Like you had to pretend well, to be so much. You and I, I don't think that's gone away either. No, oh, it hasn't. You guys were the experimental generation with with all of that. I mean, right. I am finding out now movies that my kids watched way too early because they had um, 
uh, what were they? I, iPod touches and they could access, I, I mean, things I'm finding out that they had access to that is horrific. Like, I to me. wouldn't have let that happen if I yeah. knew about it. Um, and then my, I think I, do I have one more memory that I was going to share? I feel like I had one more, um, in, in the back of my mind that I wanted to share. And now I was hoping oh, I had no. one at the boutique because I know how much you'd love me talking about my favorite book shop at the Polynesian. Yes, sir. And my friends, I hope you have the best week ever. Um, we're heading more and more into Christmas and just know that we are, whether you, whatever you celebrate or you don't celebrate at all, know that uh, you have a place here and that we're thinking of, you, of all of our listeners. We um, really are. My friends, we will see you for next week. Follow us on Instagram at, at Unlimited Time Magic. Make sure you watch Spirited on Apple TV. And watch sponsored by Spirited, not the airlines. <laughs> um, and we'll see you next week for another rousing round of magic. Bye. Another episode of Unlimited Time Magic is through. Please follow us on Instagram at, at Unlimited Time Magic. Uh, support us on Patreon if you'd like to do that. Plenty of benefits. It's really, really great. And we're not on Main Street, but we will see you on Main Street. Look, it's out there. Uh, nailed it.